Welcome back, Hemming Brainiacs, to the podcast. You might have missed, noticed that I missed a day by accident. I didn't notice until just now when I went to record the podcast and realised I still had all the stuff open from last night and went, whoops, a daisy. What I did is I recorded it, did the podcast and thought, all right, I'll take a little break. I'll finish the whole thing later on. I'll do the uploading and do the the Reddit post and all that stuff. And then I completely fell asleep and forgot. And I didn't even realize I'd done that until just now. So what a silly Billy that I am, wouldn't you say? So, of course, that means we did not discuss the poems between yesterday and today. So I suppose we'll just wrap it all the way around until uh, today and and do a double discuss, shall we? Does that work? I can't even remember which ones I read now. Oh, yes, I can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Um, Right, I read up to to Anthea, who may command him anything. Ah, oh, it sucks that I forgot to um, upload it. Anyway, I guess let's just read a couple of poems. To Anthea, who may command him anything, bid me to live, and I will live. Thy Protestant to be, or bid me love, and I will give a loving heart to thee. A heart as soft, a heart as kind, a heart as sound and free, as in the whole world thou canst find, that heart I'll give to thee. Bid that heart stay, and it will stay, to honour thy decree, or bid it languish quite away, and it shall do so for thee. Bid me to weep, and I will weep, while I have eyes to see, and having none yet will I keep a heart to weep for thee. Bid me despair, and I'll despair, under that cypress tree, or bid me die, and I will dare, even death to die for thee. Thou art my life, my love, my heart, Thy very eyes of me, then hast command of every part to live and die for thee. To the willow tree, thou art to all lost love the best, the only true plant found, where with young men and maids distress and left of love are crowned. When once the lover's rose is dead or laid aside forlorn, then willow garlands about the head bedewed with tears are worn. When with neglect the lover's bane, poor maids rewarded be, for their love lost, their only gain is but a wreath from thee. And underneath thy cooling shade, when weary of the light, the love-spent youth and love-sick maid come to weep out the night. The Mad Maid's Song Good morrow to the day so fair, good morning, sir, to you. Good morrow to mine own torn hair, be dabbled with the dew. Good morning to the primrose, too, good morrow to each maid, that will with flowers the tomb bestrew wherein my love is laid. Ah, woe is me, woe, woe is me, alack and well a day, for pity, sir, find out that bee which bore my love away. I'll seek him in your bonnet, brave, I'll seek him in your eyes. Nay, I think they've made his grave, I, the bed of strawberries. 
I'll seek him there. I know this, the cold, cold earth doth shake him, but I will go or send a kiss by you, sir, to awake him. Pray hurt him not, though he be dead. He knows well who do love him, and who with green turfs rear his head, and who do rudely move him. He's soft and tender, pray take heed, with bands of cow's lips bind him, and bring him home, but tis decreed that I shall never find him. Comfort to a youth that has had lost his love. What needs complaints when she a place as with the race of saints? In endless mirth she thinks not on what's said or done in earth. She sees no tears or any tone of thy deep groan she hears, nor does she mind or think on now that ever thou was kind. But changed above she likes not there as she did hear thy love, forbear therefore and lull asleep thy woes and weep no more. Alright, that's our poems for tonight. I won't do too many because I guess we've got to discuss two nights worth in one. So, um, I guess I'll get back to being on a holiday. Alright, thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.